1: Get IXL now, and listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com slash audio. Visit IXL.com slash audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. Let's get it. All football, all the time. You're listening to The Best Football Show, hosted by Elliot Sherparks
2: What's going on, everyone? My name is Elliot Shore Parks. Today is Monday, November 7th, and this is the best football show podcast, the place for the top news and opinion from myself and the best of the best from Odyssey's football podcasts and radio stations. If you like what you hear on what is, let's be honest, a wild day in the NFL, if you like what you hear, please hit that subscribe button as it not only helps the show, but it helps the show grow. And if you leave a five-star review with your best NFL take, I'll make sure to read it on the pod in a future episode. Yeah. All right, let's get right into it. Today, one of the wilder days in the NFL so far this season, not because of the firing of Frank Reich, which is certainly a surprising, somewhat surprising move, and we'll talk about that, but then the Colts' decision to hire Jeff Saturday, I mean, this franchise is an absolute wreck right now. They are one of the teams that, you know, I did the Dumpster Fire series a few days ago. They belonged on that list. They have no direction. Their their, uh, GM should be fired soon if he's not fired by the time you listen to this podcast. It's kind of a travesty They're owners a mess. I mean, this is a team that's consistently underperformed and that has been just really a dumpster fire the last few years, despite what the wins might show. They move on from quarterbacks too quickly. They trade a ton for them, then move on from them. They've been unable to fix the quarterback position really since uh, Andrew Luck retired. So there's a lot to get into with this team. Let's start with the Indianapolis Colts decision to fire Frank Reich. On the surface, I think it's a decision that was probably coming, Rick right? was 40-33 and 33 in his time as uh, head coach of the Colts. One playoff win in five seasons, only two double-digit wins in five seasons. He had a top-10 offense three times. That's what, you know, obviously is a former quarterback and is essentially the offensive coordinator. That's what he, he was brought in to do. So the offense actually hasn't been that bad. But the bottom line is, in five seasons, if you win one playoff game, your, your time as head coach is not long for that team. So I understand the decision to fire him. They were a disaster this season. He played a, a role in bringing in Carson Wentz. That didn't work out. I'm sure he had something to do with Matt Ryan coming in. That didn't work out. Now, I would argue they didn't give it enough time to really see if it was going to work out. They moved on from Carson after just one year. Then they moved on to Matt Ryan, benched him quickly. So that, I think really the lack of decision and the lack of a direction is what ended up hurting Frank Reich. But... The reality is he wasn't winning enough. And so I understand the decision to move on from him. They, was, they were likely going to do it at the end of the year. You saw that they were already beginning to fire coaches on the staff. So clearly owner Jim Irsay, which is a whole different discussion, but clearly owner Jim Irsay is you know making rash decisions there. I don't see the, a huge benefit of doing it in season. Unless you have somebody that you believe in and someone that you want to try out. And boy, oh boy, do the Colts have somebody that they want to give uh, a chance to. So they fire Frank Reich, uh, and then they decide to bring in Jeff Saturday as interim head coach. And you're probably listening to this, if you haven't heard yet, I'd imagine you're floored and thinking I'm saying the wrong name. But you probably have heard about it. And the fact that they're bringing in Jeff Saturday as their interim head coach is one of the crazier things since, like, the Browns interviewed Condoleezza Rice or whatever it was a few years ago uh, to be their general manager. Like, this is a wild decision to do in season. And it's kind of, like, offensive to the fans, and it's extremely reckless. Like, you bring in somebody with zero coaching experience, really, well, zero coaching experience in the NFL. Uh, The Adam Schefter tweet that reported that that's what they're doing noted that he has been the head coach of the Hebron Christian Academy football team in Georgia. So not really any coaching experience. Obviously, he's a legend there in Indianapolis, 14 years in the NFL, 13 with the Colts. He plays a position in center where you obviously need to know everything that's going on in the offense. Uh, Jeff Saturday has been an NFL analyst. I'm not doubting that he has an incredibly sharp football mind. And I'm not even doubting that he's a bad head coach. Like I do like in some ways going outside the box. The the whole where um the Texans were close to hiring Josh McCown. I like that. I like going early on a guy rather than going too late on him. I think that you know the head coaching role is, is kind of changing in the NFL. I do think that a leader of men type of head coach someone that hey i mean you have to be an offensive head coach in my opinion i think it's incredibly important but he is an offensive guy he did play on that side of the ball and maybe he has those qualities as an NFL head coach and i think that if they made this move in the off season you know it would be shocking still then and you know he certainly didn't climb his way up the ladder but at least it would be okay you know what maybe they see something there from a personality perspective he knows the market he knows the team maybe there's something there But to do it in season is really, really setting him up to fail. He's not going to be able to hire his own staff. He's not going to have an offseason to get ready. He's essentially just going to have to run basically the same offense they're running now, which clearly isn't working. There is Like a lot going into being an interim head coach and not just promoting from within. I mean, he's essentially at this point being brought in to be like a motivational speaker and to get guys going because he's not really going to be able to make that many changes on offense. He can't make almost any change to the roster. As I mentioned, he can't bring in his own staff. So I'm surprised he took this job. I do wonder if this is a head coach where they do not even plan on having him next year, but I'm sure that they will say that they do. It just seems like if you're Jeff Saturday and you want to get into coaching, I don't blame him for taking the job. I'm sure the paycheck was good. It's experience he's going to get for better or worse that would be hard for him to get elsewhere. I don't think anybody besides the Colts hires him to be a head coach. But the fact that they actually did it in season, I think is setting up really a situation that's already going to be a disaster, setting it up to go even worse. Maybe they'll get a game or two of a bump where, you know, just having a new coach helps, but it didn't seem like the players hated Frank. I mean, I think Jeff is going to come in and be a fresh voice, but you're only really a fresh voice for a few days. Like sooner or later, he's going to have to do X's and O's type changes to get that team to win. And I just think in season without his own staff, without any coaching experience, it's going to be extremely tough to do. I mean, it's frankly, I know there are some differences, but it's not that different from me or you becoming head coach. Like he has no experience doing it. So I on one hand, it's so crazy and so bold that I actually kind of like it. On the other hand, I think it speaks to what this team is doing and what owner Jim Ersay is kind of leading this team is is no plan, rash decisions out of nowhere. And you see what it's getting them. They're not winning. Like Chris Ballard, I think, has is overrated as a general manager, and ultimately he deserves blames for the moves that are made. Like whether this was his decision or not, he's the general manager that's when this head coach is hired. But ultimately, like with Jim Irsay making these these uh, decisions, like it's kind of like Jerry Jones in his prime. Right. Like this is this is reckless and the Colts will never be able to win like this. Now, Frank Reich, I have to talk about this perspective of this decision um, from an Eagles perspective. Like, where does Frank Reich end up, and do the Eagles bring him in? So, it's a complicated decision. I think on one hand, on surface level, it makes sense. Nick Sirianni worked under Frank Reich; they're very close. Nick talks. You know, at length often about how he still talks to Frank, how he kind of uses him as a mentor, how much he's learned from him. You know, Frank obviously has head coach experience. He's he's worked in Philadelphia. So there's a lot for Nick to want to get um, a lot of information to want to get uh, for Nick to get from Frank. So, I think in that way, it makes some sense. You bring him in as a special consultant. He's in the meeting rooms. He offers up ideas. He's been in the market. He's been in Philadelphia during a playoff run. He's coached in the Super Bowl. Like, I, I think he he does actually have a lot of good, valuable information to lend Nick and to to maybe help the Eagles. The reason I would be hesitant is, I think it's a weird dynamic to have Nick bringing his former boss and then to be his boss. I think that Nick is uh, has a special personality, so he might be able to make it work. And I don't view Frank as like a power-hungry guy. But it's just an awkward dynamic, I think, in a way. So I would be nervous about about doing that. The other, I think, kind of worry is... Why try to fix what's not broken? The Eagles' offense has been really good this year. I think they have really good coaches on the staff. Shane Steichen has proven to be a really good coach. Quarterback coach Brian Johnson is kind of next in line, I think, for the head for the coordinator job if Shane Steichen does leave. So if Frank is willing to come in and just kind of like sit in the meeting rooms, you know, it's extreme to say talk when spoken to, but like, you know, don't be like a demanding personality, don't come in there, then I think there's some benefit. But Team chemistry, we talk about it so much when adding players. I think it's also important when you talk about the dynamics of a coaching staff. They're together just as much as the players. They have meetings. They have tense meetings. Like It's important that, that people get along. It really is. And I think that the Eagles staff right now really, really gets along. It's a really good dynamic there. So if you bring in Frank, again, maybe it's no harm, no foul. I think Nick could continue to lean on him. But I would just be a little worried, like, how does Brian Johnson feel about this? How 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 does Nick handle having his former boss in the room? Like, how does Frank handle having Nick as his boss? How do the players feel about it? Like, there's just a lot of different dynamics at play with it. But when you're 8-0 and and you have a legitimate chance to win the Super Bowl, I can't blame the Eagles if they were to do it. And I would trust Nick in the situation. I would just have worries about making that move. But overall a disaster of a day for the Indianapolis Colts good news for the Eagles the fact that they play them in 2 weeks so that should be an even easier win than it was was going to be before But I feel bad for Colts fans. Your team is in complete disarray. I don't see it being picked up anytime soon, unless Jeff Saturday turns into some miraculous coach. But even if he is, you're not going to see the results of that until next year, really. So it'll be interesting to see him on the sideline. I mean, it's going to be tremendous content for everyone that isn't a Colts fan. But another day where the Colts look like a complete disaster as a franchise, and you have to feel bad for Colts because it's going to be a while until they turn this thing around. This has been the latest edition of the Best Football Show Podcast. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I really appreciate it. If you liked what you heard, please hit that subscribe button and leave that five-star review. Like I said, if you leave a take on Jeff Saturday or whatever you want, leave a take in your five-star review, and I'll make sure to have a pod one day where I read it. So thanks again for listening, everybody, and I'll talk to you guys next time.